Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Tristcast. I am your host, Tristan Dario, and I invite you to sit back, relax, catch a vibe, and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all, take a moment before you get settled. Follow the Tristcast and leave a rating. All right, I'll see you in today's episode. Peace. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to the today's episode of the Triscast. I was about to screw that up there. Maybe, maybe I did. I don't know, but um, hope everyone's doing well. Hope everybody is starting their days off pretty good. Or if you're already throughout your day, I hope it's been a fantastic one. And if it hasn't, you deserve a good day. For sure. To bring y'all up to speed, within the last few days, I've had to save multiple birds from a fireplace. Bro. It is nuts. It's I cannot express how weird it is to the fact that in the four months I've been here in the Midwest, in this home, I have had to save, I think, I think this is eight or nine. Either the bird that is sitting in the fireplace right now is either number eight or number nine of the birds I've had to let fly out of this house. Think about that. Think about the, the, <laughs> like, if you, if you don't, like, if you've never had an interaction like this with an animal, you know, like a bird that's trying to leave a house and you have high ceilings and like, so here we have high ceilings and we have these four or maybe like five or six windows, three, four, five, six. Yeah, there's six windows in the upper levels of the ceiling. And when I tell you these birds will fly out of the fireplace and fly straight into the window. Now, granted, if we had curtains, they probably wouldn't. They'd probably be like, yo, why is it so dark in here? And they would go to the one place. But that hasn't been happening. What's been happening is the birds have actually been flying around, trying to go to the same window, like, yo, this is the window, right? This is the door, this is the door to the outside world. Specifically, this one right next to me. There was a bird the other day where it was just continuing to tap its beak on the window as if that's going to change what's happening. Until finally, I was able to get it to fly out the farthest window. And, you know, it's it's kind of crazy because when it first happened, when the first bird came in, I um I think I tried opening up this door I have and uh <laughs> and they just wouldn't. They would only fly to the up to the upper levels of the home or they'd be going to this window or that window just trying to find a way to get out of the house. Now, you know, in this thing, in this timing, you know, I'm I'm sitting here, I'm watching these birds, I'm like, yo, you've noticed that it's not changing. But, like, it, it's got to be, like, something with their brains or something. I don't know. And I'm not a bird, so I don't know. These birds go crazy. It's, it reminds me of um, that bit from the Eric Andre show. Bird up. 
Yo, that gets me just thinking about it. But um, no. So saving these birds, it's been quite it's been quite an experience. There was a time where there was like three birds. There was like two baby ones, and then this big ass bird. Like there was probably like that size flying around the entire house. And especially as of lately with the two birds, this is the second bird. But the other bird I just let out of the house. I, I was letting it out of the fireplace, but we have two hanging fans, like, right above me. And I'm like, oh, shit, don't fly out of the damn fireplace yet, bro, because the fans are on. You're going to fly up into the air, and it's going to knock you out. Damn near probably kill it. So I'm like, nah, stay there, stay there. Turn off the fans. Flew out. I was able to get it to go out the window. I was pretty happy. You know, I'm pretty happy with myself on the fact that I've able to, like I say, I've saved seven or eight birds now i'm like yo that's pretty fire trying to latch on to that good karma you dig but um nah lately it's been it's been great it's been filled with you know it's been filled with a lot of these kind of learning lessons that which are so weird if anyone knows what the symbolism of multiple birds coming to one place you know, someone tell me in the comments, someone comment on this video or on today's episode. So then I can get a better idea of like what's trying to be told to me. Another cool experience that just happened yesterday while I was having my breakfast outside on the patio. Um, a ladybug flew directly on my foot and I was like, yo. And if anyone doesn't know. The symbolism behind a ladybug, if you see them, if they fly around you, yada, yada, um, means good luck. And I'm like, heck yes. I've been seeing a lot of 444 lately. I've been seeing a lot of 333. And, you know, as of lately, eh, within the last day or so, I, you know, I haven't seen as many. But, you know, I'm definitely connected if you know what I mean, it's even even if I'm not seeing them, you know, I have this very good feeling in me that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm aligned with my purpose. I'm growing as I'm supposed to be growing. I'm experiencing what I'm supposed to be experiencing. It's been good. And I've been getting, you know, building up that confidence. You know, I've also this is crazy. This is crazy. It's crazy to me. I. For the last few days now, I started yoga. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, man. As a person who is n normal with exercise and stuff like that, you know, walking, running, doing my workouts, I never understood anything really about yoga except it was stretches. That's all I ever, I was like, oh, no, yoga is just stretching, dog, and I don't stretch, which is bad. <laughs> I need to stretch because what I do know about when it comes to stretching, it allows more fluid in your muscles so then you can be more flexible. So then you're not as achy. You don't have any muscle aches or issues going on, you know, helping you be fluid more. Now, leading up to this, I was like, you know, I just want to see how good it'll feel because I did end up getting hurt. I was doing a specific workout without shoes on, which I didn't realize was ultim was ultimately going to hurt my foot in some way. But to give you some backstory, I was doing, I've been doing four sets of dumbbell calf raises and I've been increasing how my reps with the um, same weight I've been using and I was doing them barefoot. 
Now, if you've ever thought about doing dumbbell calf raises barefoot, don't do it. Just don't. Don't do it. Skip that part. Or at least put on shoes because I now either have a pinched nerve or something going on in my right big toe on my foot. And I've already made the plan that I'm going to have to go and see my um, my personal care doctor uh, when I get back to Florida because I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's just a pinched nerve, but if I put too much weight on it, I've actually found it too, which is so cool that I'm able to scan my body and find the pains and where they come from so then I can recognize what it is. That takes work, bro, and that's crazy, and I'm very thankful for that. Another cool thing, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. But yeah, my foot. So it's getting better ever since I started doing more yoga because I'm stretching out my muscles and stuff and I'm and I'm relaxing on the dumbbell calf raises. But yoga, bro, I did my first yoga move today. I did a I did a, I did the crow. Oh my god, dude. I was able to get my knees to rest on my triceps and it was the coolest shit. It was so cool. Like I remember like Way back on Instagram, I would see these people who were doing yoga and they do their yoga moves and they would do stuff like this or they'd be able to use their core muscles to keep them afloat as they held their body in place. And I'm like, you know, I wanted like I never really recognized that it was yoga, but I was just like, bro, I want to do that. I want to do that. But I never did it. And now because I think I had the conversation with someone close to me. A while ago, but I was like, you know, the reason why a lot of people do yoga is because it's a mindfulness strengthening. It strengthens your muscles and your balance, but it also is like it can also it can help you in finding touch within. And I don't know, this is probably my own opinion, and it may not be correct, but I also think yoga can also strengthen your spirituality because I feel like it just cause it it it's a part of mindfulness, and I think it also goes in tune with that in some way i may i may be off but you know that's why this is such a great platform for all of us to come together and open up and talk about it bro yeah yeah i um but i had another thought i just wanted to finish that before we moved on it's just i'm i've been really noticing how aware i've been and it's so crazy so I'll start with this morning as I was making my breakfast. I was I've I made scrambled eggs and I made um avocado toast because I love avocado toast so much. If you've never had avocado toast and you want to try it, cream it up. Now, you don't actually put cream or anything in it, but take an avocado. I've been using this tool in the kitchen where it has like holes in it. And it just squishes the avocado down so then it can get mushed and you can like stir it up with a spoon. And so I I was I scrambled my eggs and then I got started on the avocado. And I had before I started on the coffee uh coffee avocado, I turned on the stove. And I was like, Yeah, this is gonna heat up and I'm gonna make my avocado. Now I was so in tune and I was flowing. As I was doing my avocado. But what's crazy is in the middle, like around the time where I was finishing up getting the avocado ready to go on toast, 
I started in in pay mind. This could hey, uh, say I'm like about six or seven feet away from the stove. That's what I'll say. I'm about six or seven feet from the stove, and I'm stirring up this avocado, and then I start to feel the heat from the other side of the room. Like I am completely aware that the stove is now at the optimum temperature and I'm ready to place my my skillet on the stove. And I was just like, whoa, that is so cool that I'm recognizing that it's ready. And now here, this is where it gets weird. You know, as I recognize that it's ready, I go in and out of that awareness. So I'm so after I notice that I'm feeling heat, that sense goes away. I've recognized it and I'm like, oh my God, the stove's ready. And as I go back to continuing with my avocado, that whole awareness of the heat being there in like it's no longer there. Now, to some people that may make sense and to others it may not, but what I'm trying to say is I was able to be aware of something on the other side of the room without being directly next to it. And I just think that's so cool because I've been trying to stay with my routine of doing meditation. Like I start my, I can start with meditation and then I can lead into, oh my God, it's, I cannot express how cool the feeling is, is to be aware of the things that are happening around me that I usually wouldn't because it's because they are mundane tasks. These are tasks that we do no matter what in our day, like making something to eat for us in the morning. We don't necessarily recognize the other stuff going on. We're just focused on just doing the same old task. But because I've been putting a lot of time into my awareness, I'm starting to really see like how much there is to be aware of happening around me and to further that when I finish making my breakfast, I go outside and I have my, I have my breakfast on the patio in the sun because it's very good to be in the sun early in your day because I genuinely feel like in my experience, starting my day with the sun ultimately, ultimately adds to my decision to having a great day. I posted something on my Twitter yesterday and it said, you want to have a good day, you have to decide, or you you have to decide what kind of day you want to have before you have it. So if you want to have a great day, when you wake up, you have to decide it's going to be a great day. Because if you don't decide it, it's more than likely not going to go that way. Now, I do that as much as I can. I'm not perfect, and I obviously don't do that all the time but when I do get to sit outside and I get to sit in the sun and I get to have my breakfast it just feels peaceful I have tranquility and I'm just loving life on that and so as I'm sitting out there as I'm sitting out there there's a bunch of flies and bees flying around I'm like yo that's so cool and pay mind I used to be petrified of bees petrified like I didn't even want to go outside because I know the bees are out there it was like this irrational fear that I was going to get stung no matter what and that all bees have it out for me and (laughs) that's so funny now that now that I actually hear that out loud how irrational that is 
dude, I can't walk outside. It's a war zone out there. All the bees are going to sting me. <laughs> I love it. Um, but no, I, um, I'm out there this morning and when it comes to my senses, I'm sitting here, I'm having my food and out of nowhere, I just have this sense that there is something flying around in a circle around my head and I can, like, I don't know if anyone will understand what I'm saying, but I get this feeling like a sense, like it's a spidey sense type shit. Where I can feel it in my back and I can feel it in my head that there's something around me. And I and I think it's because it's kind of like my body slightly going into f- fight or flight. And it's like, hmm, do we recognize what's happening around us? It's okay. We're chill. We're not going to allow it to bother us or take us away from our peace. It was crazy. It was crazy. That was the That was pretty much the thought process that was going on in my mind. And I was just like, that's crazy. But um, it's been it's been really cool. It's been really cool being able to be in tune with this kind of stuff. Because I just feel like, especially in the mundane events that we have going on in our day or, you know, what is routine. Y- you know, it can just add up. And it just doesn't feel like we're alive. I feel, you know, I've been having this, I've been having slight discussions with someone in the background of my day. And... You know, it's uh, it's on the uh, it's on the topic of our happiness and how to find it, and not knowing what it is that make us happy, or I don't know how to get myself there. And it's such an inc- it's such an interesting journey, and it's so confusing because we're we go in places where we go to places we go and we experience things, and we're going through our lives, and everyone can think that we're going through similar things, but everybody's going through something different, and when you recognize that there's people still along their path they're still trying to figure it out it's it's quite a gift it's such a gift i have a friend who i was on the phone with yesterday and he goes all right let me ask you because these people are still on their journeys in this category does it frustrate you and i'm like you know what it kind of does but it's because it's different from me because of where I am on my journey and being able to come in contact with others who are still trying to make sense of, you know, this incredible vast universe that we're in. It's it's just incredible to be able to come across these individuals as they're trying to grow into the human being they want to be, even though they have no idea who it is they want to be yet. And I just think it's so cool because that's like that's like the injury point where you're like, you know, I really want to be free. I want to be me. I want to do what it is that I that I love. But then you're like, what is it that I do love? And I'm like, bro, that's the journey. That's that's what it's about, figuring out what it is that you love to do and what it is you want to do. And, you know, even if you aren't sure what makes you the happiest, you know, this is an example. And a lot of people may even be like, bro, that's not even a hobby. I'm like, bro, I don't need that judgment nor negativity in my life. But um, one of my favorite things to do, one of my favorite things to do is to... Is, not just sunbathe, but, you know, just lie out in the sun. One of the things that I've been having in my mind that I'm so excited to do when I get back to Florida is I live around Orlando area, and there is a there's a nice lake in the center 
of downtown Orlando called Lake Eola. And I used to go there so often for like walking around because I love walking around the city. I love a bustling city over, you know, I love the countryside. I now see the gift that the countryside is because it is pure silence and it is pure peace. Like if you really want to get away, this is the perfect kind of place you got to go because there's nothing really around you. All you hear is birds. All you hear is animals. You get to feel the wind. You get to just walk around a yard. It's really, really peaceful. But because I really do like to collaborate and meet new people, you know, the city has always been something that has grasped my energy. I'll say that. And... What I'm excited for to be in the city is to be able to go back to Lake Eola, dig my feet into the grass. Dude, and I've already thought about it. I'm like, I'm going to go to Lake Eola and I'm going to do a meditation, bro. I'm going to be sitting in the middle of the, I'm going to be sitting in the middle of the park. I'm going to just be like, yo, I'm here. I'm so excited for that because I now know what truly makes me happy. I'm going to take out a blanket out there. I'm going to, mm, I'm going to take my blankets I'm going to take some snacks like grapes and stuff. I'm going to take my iPad and I'm just going to relax, meditate, do the OM mantra. And I'm going to, dude, I'm I'm going to be feeling good. I'm so excited for that, you know, being able to push forward with that. And then, then there's, you know, being able to release and just flow. You know, one thing that I've been writing down when I journal lately is following the ebb and flow of the universe. Not every day is going to be awesome. Not every day is going to be amazing. But a quote that I just said to one of my friends and that, you know, that has really stuck with me is, it is possible to live a great life while having a bad day. And you know, it's hard to really get that into your head and to really understand it and allow it to, not even just allow it, but to receive it into your life. I remember when I first saw that, I was like, what? And I even read it wrong because I didn't even understand what that quote meant. But hearing it one more time, it is possible to live a great life while having a bad day. And then there's another quote or affirmation. I am proud of myself for all the bad days I have survived. Think about how much power is in that, bro. There's so much power in that. You can't even allow your bad days to be like, bro, I've survived this before. And if I haven't survived something as similar as this, I'm growing from it. You know, it's hard. You know, it can be challenging when you're trying to influence a mentality that could really benefit someone's life. You know, I I truly believe you have to be ready for it. And, you know, I think it's a part of awakening. And it's just. It's just a piece of your journey when you come to a point where you decide that you do not want to think how you used to think. You want to think differently. You want to be different. You want to be you and you don't want allow you don't want to allow anything to be in charge of 
how you are going to feel. You know, it's the art of controlling how you respond to the things that are happening in your life. And it's also on the same page, you know, what's the better word? It's more so like not deciding, but and not understanding, but it's more so releasing the idea that life happens to us. And rather than it's life is happening for us, as I've said before, because everything that happens around us, we have the choice to decide how it's going to impact us and how we move forward from that. So if something bad happens to us, we can either take the pain or take the shame or the hurt or whatever it is that that bad situation came or had brought into our life. We can either take that and allow that to hold over us and become a weight and decide how we choose to respond to things happening in our lives and how we decide to carry ourselves. Or we can say, hey, this bad thing happened, but maybe it happened for me to grow in a way that I really needed. And instead of seeing it as something that was bad to me, see it as something good that needed to come into my life to ultimately change me. I was about to say, I was about to say an SH word, but ultimately change me for the better. But it's also an incredible, you know, the journey is incredible when you figure out what you deserve and what you don't deserve and what you want around you and what you don't around you. I was just having a conversation about this. I was like, you know, protecting your peace is really important and deciding who you allow into that space will decide how you will be able to move forward. And you know, some people will be like, dude, it's much harder than it looks. And I'm like, I was there too, homie. I know how it is. We all know how it is. We all know how hard life can be and how hard it is to put your peace first. Because you obviously don't want to hurt anyone around you. You obviously don't want to be causing pain to others. So don't. You have good intentions. Your good intention is what you want around you. And if there's other people that are going to make you feel bad for putting yourself first and putting yourself in a place where it will make you your happiest... They're the ones in the wrong, and they're the ones that are trying to hurt you. You're the one who's trying to have good intentions and trying not to hurt somebody, but the people that don't want to respect your own boundaries are the ones hurting you. So what are you going to allow in your life? Are you going to allow that energy, or are you just going to be like, you know what, it's much harder, I can't do this. I, you know, these people, they've been in my life for a long time, and it would just be very hard to just tell them, you can't be in my life anymore. And I'm going to be straight up right now. I even got to take my own advice in what I'm saying right now. Because there are people in my life that are on their own journeys, that are having trouble in their own ways. And, you know, it may impact me in my own growth and how I want to choose to be. And because I'm and because I'm putting myself in that place because of comfort and being afraid of what could possibly happen... That is pushing me away from the opportunity to have new doors open or even for the growth that needs to be done for that person, giving them the space that they need. You know, that's why I'm always about giving yourself the space you need, making space with the people that truly love you and are excited for you and are supporting you. You know, you have to do the same for the people that you're afraid to leave behind. 
because you're not really leaving them behind. You're giving them the opportunity to learn new things. Instead of seeing it as something that's going away forever, see it as something that is capable of bringing in good, more better things. Like having better things coming into your life rather than feeling that the only thing that is happening is the same old shit. You know what I mean? And if you don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> it's 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 I we have a choice in the duality of things. Do we want to be a positive force in the world? Do we want to grow? Do we want to be a positive impact in other people's lives? Are we going to do that if we continue to stay around the same people and not and not go outside of our comfort zones? You know, there's people that you can know for such long periods of your life. What's up, guys? Wanted to take a quick moment and invite you to leave a comment on today's episode. Tell me something about yourself or tell me something about today's episode that you enjoyed. Peace. Life and the fear of having to move on from them is crazy. It's borderline crazy. But the reason why it's crazy is because you're choosing to put your peace first. And other people are going to call you crazy for that because they're too afraid to do it themselves. So what is it that you want for your own life? Do you want to grow? Do you want to explore? Do you want to explore the internal worlds of your soul and figure out who you are? Or do you want to stay the same person you were yesterday? Because you're more than likely not going to be tomorrow the same person you are today. So influencing that mindset into your mind that you aren't even the f person you were five seconds ago, five minutes ago, that's better. Understanding that you are constantly changing and you are becoming the individual that you want to be and following that, not being afraid of the people that are in your life and how much of an impact they may have on you. You have the capability of just saying, you know, I know what I deserve. I know that I don't like being disrespected or taken advantage of. I can't place myself around these people anymore. Yeah, you might lose some money or you might lose a nice friendship or a nice connection. You might lose something. But think about the odds of what greater you could have on the other side. All because of this fear of what you may lose, but you're not even understanding how much you could have over here. You know? Use that. Don't be afraid. I know how hard it is, especially when it comes to fear. I'm someone who suffers from fear too. It's not like I'm not here and I'm not attached. You know, I, I will I will say I probably became a little bit too attached, uh, too detached. But uh, I think I think I think that that serves for another day, and that is in my own growth. I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that I have detached completely or too far, but I've detached from the things that aren't necessary. For me to hold over myself. And don't get me wrong. What I'm saying right now. I could wake up tomorrow. And I could be completely attached to things. That shouldn't even be attached to my life. But that's the ebb and flow of the universe. And that's how beautiful it is. You can wake up one day completely enlightened. And you can be like. Dog I got this. I'm on the fucking top. I'm on the biggest wave on the planet. And then. Five seconds later, you just got thrown off your surfboard, and now you're like, oh, shit, what do I do?
That's what's so crazy, bro. So embracing that, embracing that you're not going to know how you're going to be feeling tomorrow. But what you can do is you can set yourself up in your day to set you up. Sitting here juggling my mic. I'm getting so excited and passionate. But you can decide by how you end your day, how you choose to start your day tomorrow. You know, I know not everybody's a schedule person or no one, you know, you know, it's hard to stay on a routine, especially nowadays, you know. But recognizing how you can impact the days that you'll have in the future. You know, it's kind of like what Chloe, one of my closest friends, said to me a long time ago that I've said repeatedly on this podcast. Help yourself, help yourself, no matter how that may look. You know, if if that means you're journeying a little bit more or you're painting a little bit before you go to bed or you're watching something that gives you some sort of inspiration that will influence good dreams. Anything could potentially help you. It's all about finding what will help you. And now I can't give you the answer to that. You'll have to find that answer within yourself. But that is what's beautiful is because you don't have to do it alone. You know, if more people would connect, would connect, we wouldn't even realize how much we may have in common or ways that we could use to help one another. You know, seeing it as a means that someone knows more than you rather than seeing it as someone who may have a little bit more experience from what they've experienced in their own journey and how that can benefit you. Because I know what it's like when you think that, you know, you could be around people who may have that ego to them. They're like, nah, I know this. You don't know enough about it. That's, Alan Watts has a very, very good quote that he said. And he says, you never really know anything. There's nothing in this world that you can truly know. It is a belief. What you believe is your truth. And whatever your truth is aligns with you. And you will come across people who have similar truths. But understanding that you may not know everything, no matter how knowledgeable, no matter how much knowledge or wisdom you've been given, life is constantly changing and you may not know the answer. But what resonates with you and what is your own belief is what drives you. That is your drive. That is you following what you believe. Because we may not possibly know anything or everything. Amen. Alan Watts was drunk half the time he was giving lectures. So, you know, altered states of consciousness can really grant pathways for you to truly get doors unlocked inside your mind for you to see things in different ways that could potentially lead you to finding yourself in a deeper, more meaningful way. And that that is greatly involved in your journey of finding yourself. How important is it to you to truly find yourself? Do you want to find your true happiness? Do you want to live your life in your own way? Surrounded by the people that love you and care for you and hear you and make you feel seen exactly the way you need? It starts by taking that first step in the direction of putting yourself first. And if you think putting yourself first and doing what you love is the one thing you got to do to find happiness, you are in for a, I'm going to say treat. You're in for a treat because that is not the way. And you're going to have to keep on working no matter what. I'm going to have to keep working. Dude, even before Bob Ross, I was about to do it again. Even before Ram Das passed away, he was still 
working on his craft. He was still strengthening his own belief and his own spirituality and his his own work. You know, you do this work up until the point that you pass. It comes to a point where you have sought your enlightenment and you have reached your self-actualization where you can be as you are. But that doesn't mean you stop. The goal is not the... It's about the journey, not the end destination. If you think getting to the end destination is what's going to make you happiest, you're forgetting all of the great and valuable times that you're missing along the journey. And that's what's important in recognizing. When you recognize that you are capable of being present in the, situ- in, in the situations, in the experiences, in the great times, the parties, the clubs, the drinking, the smoking so much weed, the ounces of mushrooms or, you know, tabs of LSD, you know, these are the, these are the catalysts. These are what can catapult you in the directions that you want to go, but it all starts with what you want for your own life, you know, and... And, you know, I've talked about it before. My own experience with psychedelics is a huge helping stone. It was a huge stepping stone into a deeper understanding of spirituality. The last time I did mushrooms was August of last year. And that was one of the greatest experiences I've ever had. And I think that led me further into the belief of my past lives and having a deeper understanding of the universe, how it works, and my spirituality itself. And that is something that gets carried on. That's not something I just stopped doing. And I talked about it in recent episodes. You know, it's like doing meditation consistently. When you do it consistently, it gets easier. And when it gets easier, you get more connected with the source, with God. And then you become more acquainted to the experience of it all. It's no matter about, oh, I cannot wait until I'm there. That's where I want to be. That's all I want. Nah, dude. Your character will build as you move towards your goals. And and it'll also be so much better because you'll actually hit those milestones. My, You know, this may be a small milestone to some people. But I just reached 1,000, almost 1,100 likes on TikTok just through my my own creativity and the wonderful community that is over there. And you know, that's incredible to me. That's so cool to me that there are people that are recognizing my art and they are appreciating it. And that's awesome. And my next goal is 2000 likes on TikTok. And I'm and you know what? I see myself getting there and I cannot wait to pass that. It's all about setting goals for yourself. It's all about seeing yourself where you want to be. You know, I don't know if I said it in a recent episode or not, but Jay Cole, he, he had a quote. He said, you have, to, you have to literally see yourself where you want to be, and then when you actually visualize where you see yourself and where you want to be, you have to press a little bit higher, and you have to be borderline delusional. I swear, I probably just said that in a recent episode, but I, um, I feel like it needs to be said again. I feel like we have a hard time believing in ourselves. And, and you know, that that's going to be throughout life. You know, there's going to be things that happen. But I think it will come to a point where we have the confidence in ourselves, where we know if we don't have it right here, right now, or yada, yada, we're going to get there one day. And, you know, I love that. I love the idea that whether or not it's going fast or not, you know, I'd rather it not go fast at this point. 
because if everything was going so fast, it'd be hard for me to even comprehend it, and it would probably make my head explode. I, and and dude, I can guarantee you maybe three to six months from now, I'll probably be thinking, dude, I wanted to go faster. I wanted to go faster, but that's the ebb and flow of the universe. I think I already, yeah, I just had a decision in my mind, but you know, it's, It's a very cool experience and if you think that you're not gaining anything out of it in your day-to-day life because everything in your life is so mundane, it's because you're not present. And if you're not being present with your mundane events or experiences going on in your day-to-day lives, you're not recognizing how much of a blessing it is that you get to wake up today and that you still get to experience something. You get to go outside and touch the grass You get to go and put your hands on a steering wheel. You get to go and buy lunch. Think about all those experiences that you could do on a day-to-day basis and it feels so natural and habitual that you forget how much of a blessing it is. How much of a blessing it is that you get to wake up in a bed and you have a roof over your head because there's a lot of people that don't even get to have that. It's just important to see how we can change the way that we see the things happening. You know what I mean? I just hit, I just hit, (laughs) I think I just hit my outro music (laughs) and it just started, it just started playing as I'm talking. Um, Oh dude, I love this new outro and intro music that I got. I think it's so cool. I, um, having, having this new music because it's more uplifting and, like I feel like it's club music. Um, my friend Emma, she's been on an episode. Um, when we were finding, when when she was helping me find music, and when I was looking for music because I was getting copyright claims because of the song I was using before when I started using YouTube, I had to go in and I had to start finding a new song. And I found this song, and Emma goes, "Dude, it sounds like I'm being lifted up in a UFO, and then I'm being brought to an alien rave." And I'm like dog that's so dope and just to think about that you know like you you just be chilling and then you're going like Ooh, yo what the fuck where am i going and then you're just like damn it's a great song i'm really happy i found it i'm really happy i actually funny enough i'm gonna tell this story when i found this song i was having a hard time finding a song and i was getting frustrated and i was like you know what and i reach up my head and i go God, or I said Buddha, whichever the one, I said, I really need your help here. Send me the perfect song for the podcast, please. And, you know, within moments, I'm scrolling down and I and I get this song and I'm like, wait, yo. And it just hit the spot. And you know how I describe it is, it sounds like the perfect way to start your is either start or you know it's the perfect way to enter in a point of your day because this podcast in my opinion i know it as an uplifting podcast and it's a place where you can you know even in the past you know there was times where i was like but now you know like when you when you find your place and when you finally notice you know what makes you feel good this podcast starts off on a really uplifting note with that beat gets you started you want to like wiggle out whatever you know anger or upset feelings you may have and you're like yo you know what i'm about to get some good shit right now and that's all i want i want to be able to give out good 
stuff, you know, like, you know, I want to be able to in, invite those feelings of, you know, personal promotion and, you know, interdependence and community and, you know, loving yourself and growing into the person you want to be. Personal development is important. And if you are not taking time out of your day or if you're not making active decisions, to lead to your growth, then you're not going to become the human being you want to be. And I want you to be the greatest version of yourself, you know, because it's kind of the goal. The goal is, you know, you want to be you free from any chains or anyone trying to look at you and tell you, you can't be that way. You know what? If someone said to me straight to my face, you can't be that way. I look at them and be like, you're fucking funny, dog. You're, what you're seeing in me is just a reflection of yourself and that's how you feel about yourself because you're too afraid in your own skin to be you. Sorry. Nope. Doesn't work over here anymore. Too, I'm t- I am too involved in the loving of myself to allow the anger and hate someone may have for their own selves to be coming on to me. Sorry. Don't got no time for that, dog. It's... Dude, I'm feeling really good, high energy, yoga's been awesome, meditating has been awesome, art has been great, playing Star Wars has been awesome. You know, I I just tweeted out about it yesterday as well, Ted Lasso, the newest season, season three, I'm when I just finished episode 11 or episode 10 yesterday, bro, this show continues to get better. Other people may have different opinions, you know, people will be like, oh, yo, it's gotten woke or some shit, and I'm like, nah. I think the storyline, the comedy, the drama, the character arcs, everything that everything that is in this show that shows how people grow and become better human beings, I swear I feel like it Ted Lasso has been a part of my own growth. I mean in the in the 3 or 4 years that this show has been running on Apple TV Plus, I've just been so grateful to be able to this is one of my top favorite shows. I think it's Ted Lasso then I would say my top three shows, Ted Lasso, The Mandalorian, and hmm, what's number three? I don't know. Damn. Damn, I can't even think of number three, but here's here's one thing. I can give you my top three favorite movies. Do the Right Thing. Great Spike Lee movie. If you have not seen it, go watch Do the Right Thing. That's one of the greatest movies of all time. That man is a directorial genius. He knows how to make a film, and he knows how to act in that shit, too. Um, when Harry Met Sally, one of my favorite um, romantic comedies, or rom, or I would say it's more of a romantic drama. Um, great movie about two people who are quite opposite of one another, but come together in their own way. And you know, that's that leads into something I've talked about before, and that's our unity and diversity and how different we can be and how much it can invite one another to come together. Because it's like, you know, opposites attract for sure, and similarities can too. But just to see how love kind of like love like that just formed, even though it is not real, it is it's a movie, but hey, let me romanticize it. And I think number three of my f- top favorite movies, I think The Fablements. I talked about it in the last episode on Wednesday, I think. And, um, yeah, Fablements is one of my favorite films. 
I I I saw that this year and I think it was yeah. Because it was just the whole to watch someone grow into who they wanted to be in the end and it was just really cool. Being able to follow your dreams without anyone trying to tell you your dreams are just a dream or your dream is just a hobby and being able to just put your heart and soul into your dream, you know? I think that was an incredible story movie to promote the idea of chasing your dreams no matter if anyone agrees with your dream or sees your dream as an actual job or a hobby you know like you believe in yourself you believe in your dream you believe in what you want to do and you believe in your craft and you just put your heart and soul into it and no one can take that away from you no matter how hard they may try you keep going no matter how hard it may be no matter if you feel that things are getting harder, if you think things are getting easier, you know, especially when you feel that things are easy, that is the time where you should be praying a lot, where you should be really writing down what it is you want to do or how you're feeling. Because especially if you haven't learned how to surf, the next wave could pummel you into a place, get you so deep in a puddle of mud that you may not you, you may have a hard time getting back up. So it's great to recognize those moments where we really do need to pay attention to how we're feeling because if we're not present with how we're feeling, we may not even know what actually feels good when we are in the mud. And when we are in a shitty place, we won't remember what felt good. And then that'll be hard for us to have to get back. It's not saying that it's not impossible because it's not impossible. It'll just take you longer and it's maybe challenging for you to get back to that place. So, you know, it's really important to be able to keep track and be present and be aware of how you're feeling and where you're at and where you're going. Because then at least you'll have something under your sleeve or in your tool set that can help you when trying to get back to that place. And, you know, that's going to happen to all of us. You know, I think I said it in a quote two weeks ago or a week ago. Um, You have to, you will have to learn to fall in love with yourself time and time again. And that, and just hearing that is crazy because where I'm at right now, you know, I love myself. I love who I am and I love who I'm becoming. But there might be something in my life that will have to you know, remind me how important it is to love myself. And I may have to think back on this moment. Thank God that I'm doing the work I'm doing right now because then it could also help me in the future. Unlike the people who may not be doing the work right now who could be definitely hurting and not understanding what's happening in their hearts and not following what it is that they want to do with their life. On another note, this is completely random and out of the way. I just got accepted into UCF. I have no idea if I'm going to UCF or if I'm going to go back to college and finish my degree. But here's one thing I can say. I definitely spent $35 for the orientation because my intuition said yes. My intuition said you're not going to find a reason not to get out of this. My intuition knows ahead of time before I can even know because my ego thinks, oh, no, you don't want to do that. There's other things that you got in your mind that you want to do, dog. You don't want to do school. But my intuition's like, nope, do it. Don't even wait five seconds. And I and I did it. And I was like, damn. But that's the kind of work you got to do. 
you know, there's people that have no idea what that still small voice in your mind is. They have no idea where it is or what it is or what it sounds like. But when you take the time out to learn and to work and to work on your own path of yourself, you find it. And that's what will tell you what feels right and what doesn't feel right and where it makes you want to get out and where it it says, you know what, you can stay a little bit longer. I'm not, dude, everyone needs to hear this, even myself, because if I didn't hear this, I would not be the individual I am meant to be or who I am at this moment. I've been listening to Ram Dass so much that I'm like, dude, I'm going to India. I'm going to meet a guru. Deadass. I've already, dude, I already have plans in the making for what I want to do. And I think as a person, you know, if you asked me five years ago, dude, do you have a plan? I look at you and I say, what? A plan? Dude, I'm making movies right now. Why? Why? My only plan is I'm going to be making movies. That's what I would tell you five years ago. Looking at me now, though, I'm like, nah, I got I got plans that I want to make happen. I got things I want to do. There's things that I want to take time out of my life for because it's important. It's important to me. I want to do it. I will do it. And, you know, when you're getting into the mindset of things and you're trying to change your mindset on finding the good in most of everything that's happening around you besides the things that you cannot control, you know, Besides being able to choose how you respond to, to things that happen around you. You cannot walk away from pain or sadness. When you actually have that going on, you cannot deflect that or not feel that. You have to feel it to grow. I don't know where that thought was going, but, you know, anyone who needed that, you heard it. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's this is a great time to continue to be learning on how we can be better. Mindset. If you need to... Post-it notes. That's what I was going to say. Finish my thought. Post-it notes. If you need some way to ease into a stronger mindset, you know, it could be so dumb to you. Just hearing it could sound dumb to you, but it actually works. I start I start my days and I look at my mirror and I, I read my affirmations. I read my sticky notes that have great words of encouragement on there because it actually works. And as, as dumb as it may sound, it does. You'll no longer think what the irrational thoughts in your mind want you to think. And even even me, man, I still struggle with those irrational thoughts. But I'm very grateful that I'm very grateful that I am making my way through it. I'm grateful for that. But um, yeah, I think this is you know I think I think dude this was a great time and I'm so grateful for this I um today is high energy high energy and I think this is perfect I think this is perfect for an episode that people will need when it comes out I um damn (laughs) with that come down chill out you know with the things that are happening in our lives you know it's hard to be able to Notice how to be calm, chill, and be able to allow the things to just come at us as they do. You know, we're growing as individuals either way. And at least, at least, we have it, we have together. We have us. It's not I and you, it's we and us. 
Why be alone when you can go through this with me? And I can go through this with you, with us, as a whole, as a unit, community, even. I want to say it has been great to be here with all of you, and I cannot wait for the next time. We have no idea who we're going to be then. Isn't that exciting? But with that, I would like to say, I hope you all have a wonderful morning, a wonderful afternoon, a wonderful evening, and a wonderful night. Peace.